0: Hey, welcome to We Live On A Planet. I'm your host, Patrick. How are you doing on this Wednesday, October 31st, 2018 edition? It's Wednesday morning for me. might not be morning for you, but it is. And it's currently a a chilly 39 degrees. Feels like 33 in the air. Highs are going to be about 57 degrees. Winds are out of the southeast 9 miles per hour. That's good, that 57. Hopefully it will be warm enough for the little chitlins as they run around today, filling up their Halloween pumpkins it's halloween don't forget to go out and get some candy i have to stock up on some candy what happens every time this year i end up myself or my wife gets candy and then we open up the bag and get into it before the kids come so i have to stock up before they come isn't that terrible ever since i became sober from alcohol i i crave sweets i always want the sweets Thanks for joining me. I already said that to you, but I mean, it, you know, because I read an article this morning uh, by that was out April 2018 by Fast Company. I don't I don't know who they are, but Fast Company is the one who this article was out of over 525,000 active podcasts and over 18.5 million episodes are out there. An article went on to say in Variety that Apple stated there was over 5,000 shows in over 100 different languages. Crazy. One out of every three new podcasts are made with uh, the Anchor app, the one I'm using this morning. So kudos to you, Anchor. Congratulations. One out of every three. There's a lot of them out there. You're giving me that opportunity to talk to you, and I appreciate it. And I haven't been on in a little bit, and I feel like there's a lot that I want to talk about. A lot has happened. It's no uh, surprise why I used to do a daily show, because there's a lot to talk about every day that goes on in this world that we live in, this planet that we are existing on. I thought about doing something different this morning and just kind of going and talking and not doing it and breaking it down in an episode, well, it's still going to be an episode, but usually what I'll do is uh, I'll come out and talk and give you the whole rundown of what the temperature is and then we take a break and we come back and we do the whole shindig, shin shin, I don't know, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know, the whole Shabab. we do the whole thing. Maybe I'll just want to do something different this morning. Want me to just not take a break and just go. Let's do it that way. You'll have to let me know what you think of uh, an episode if we do it this way. Maybe it will allow me to flow instead of stopping and taking a break and overanalyzing what I'm thinking. and Just enjoy talking with a friend, which I'm doing right now. And Glad you're here. Here's our quote. In the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take, the relationships we were afraid to have, and the decisions... I always have a problem with saying decisions. Decisions we waited too long to make. Lewis Carroll. Let's try that one more time without the decisions. Certain words, I don't know. In the end, we only regret the chances we didn't take, the relationships we're afraid to have, and the decisions we waited too long to make. Lewis Carroll. I think that we'll all end up having those regrets, you know, right when it comes to the time of the end. A lot of times that's what people are saying at their end of days. They regret maybe the chances they didn't take. It's not uh, the other things. What else? I mean, maybe that's why I take a break, huh? Because <laughs> all of a sudden I had that long break. Oh, man. My thoughts are with Pittsburgh, though. You know, what a tragedy is going on in our country. We're so divided. You know, our thoughts with Pittsburgh 11 people senselessly killed. No reason. Last week two uh, in Kentucky two were shot in a hate crime. Bam. had 14 bombs sent in the mail. And that's what's sad too is uh, these 14 uh, devices that were sent. You know, half, half of them we're so divided, I feel, that half the country feels like, oh, they were just hoax devices and it was no big deal. We just brush it off. The other half of the country is like, wait a minute. You know, regardless, this was some serious, serious things that went on. You know, I, it's uh, I'm definitely not trying to sway you in either way. I'm just saying how it's, it's crazy that we're that divided. That 50%, I would say, feel one way. And I don't have any of those statistics. It's sad, too, you know, that uh, the flight out of Indonesia... Lion Air, all 189 aboard, looks like they didn't survive crashed in the Java Sea only 13 minutes after leaving Jakarta that's terrible there was a helicopter crash right here in upstate New York, the other day two dead, two hurt man bringing us down aren't I, oh speaking of here in upstate New York we had a shooting, right down the street from my home, uh, from my house. It's one of the first shootings that I can remember here in this city of Oswego, to my knowledge, that I really remember. Uh, two guys, got in a road rage incident. Yeah, so one guy ends up getting shot because of road rage. That's how angry and divided we are. Like, like I was saying, man, terrible. The guy. Uh, That shot was uh, he was 59 years old I believe and the guy he shot was 34. Numerous shots, couple times shot in the torso he's in uh, one of our local hospitals and the guy who got shot is going to be, he'll make it but right down the street from us that happened Friday it's crazy Whitey Bulger, he was killed how about that, that Notorious Boston mob boss killed in West Virginia. He was 89 years old. He was he was notorious, I mean, I guess over, I think, 11 murders he was up for. But you know what, too? I like what uh, H. Jackson Brown said. Here's another quote. I didn't even realize we were going to do one, though. Every person you meet knows something you don't. Learn from them. That's true because I've been making what I thought forever was a roux. This, <laughs> we're jumping all over on this episode. Maybe that's why I take breaks sometimes. I don't know. I'm, we're just having fun. I'm just talking. But I make uh, a roux. And what I've been thinking of my roux. I don't know why I'm doing air quotes because you can't see those damn things. I've been really making a bechamel sauce. Which is one of the mother sauces. A classic classic sauces. And the reason why I'm bringing that up about every person you meet knows something you don't learn from them is I learned from uh, one of my children the other day. I love learning from my kids. I love my children anyways. And my oldest daughter makes this chicken corn chowder that we really like and it's good. And my wife wanted to make it and she got the recipe and got all the ingredients for my daughter. My daughter doesn't really uh, have uh, recipes when she, well, um, she'll just, she'll follow, but once she makes something for a certain amount of time, you're probably like this, maybe you're like this, but if you know how to make something, you just kind of do it and you don't really measure a bunch, unless you're baking. That's always important to measure when you're baking. On with the roux, though. So she, she just tells my wife to make a roux. And so I, I'm looking at the ingredients that she sent us though, and one of them was heavy cream. And then she just said a roux, you know, and I said, well, how much, I wonder how much of a roux she makes. And she uses heavy cream instead of milk. And, it, and my wife's like, well, would you make, th-? it all started, let me backtrack. My wife's like, I'll start everything else. Do you want to make the roux? Because you always make the roux when you make your homemade mac and cheese. And I said, yeah, yeah. And as I was looking at the recipe, I'm like, oh, she must use heavy cream when she makes her roux. She goes, well, I'll message her and find out exactly how she makes a roux. And I'm like, you don't need to message her. I know how to make a roux. And she messages her and she goes, yeah, just X amount of butter and flour and that's it. And I go, and that's it. What about the milk? She doesn't use heavy cream or milk or anything like that. She's like, no, she just uses that. Eh. And I'm like, huh. So I went online and I look and I see a roux and I'm like, sure as shit. Yeah, just butter and flour. If you have butter and flour, which is a roux, but, and then you add like milk, now you're making a bechamel. And that's what I always made. And I always thought that was a roux. Huh. The more you know. Where was my... The... Yeah. I gave the, uh, my producer the day off. I needed that sound effect, the more you know. Sitting here in the studios this morning, I still don't have my light fixed, my overhead fluorescent light. If you follow the show, I hope you do. If you tune in often, you'll know that I have a light that's blown. So I'm sitting, not plugged into the microphone, a little away from my acoustic foam barrier. I do have the tablet open, so... If we did get to this day of history If that was something that I was going to do And uh, I have a light in my closet That is on And I have the door open So that light can shut on My show notes Speaking of show notes I have uh, Our random fact You ready to get a wrinkle on your brain? We rambled a little bit I talked about a bunch of stuff just now But I want to Bring us around to learning something, because I like to share something about learning. It's fun. Who measured the speed of light? The first true measurement of light speed came in 1676 by a fellow named of Olaf Romeyer Am I saying his name right? Romeyer I need my producer here. He noted that the time elapsed between eclipses of Jupiter with its moons became shorter as Earth moved closer to Jupiter and became longer as Earth and Jupiter drew farther apart. I wonder if we'll ever travel this speed of light. I wonder. I know John Glenn. I believe John Glenn was the first... I don't have that in front of me, but I think he was the first person to travel. The speed of sound, like cross country or something like that, if memory serves. What else are we going to get to? Holy cow, maybe when I take a break, it draws it out longer, doesn't it? Because the show's already going. We're already into the show. I, I am going in uh, next Tuesday to my doctor's for a med adjustment. I have to get... I need to get back on that horse. I've just been really... Do you watch that show on NBC, This Is Us? It's a good show. A lot of people viewing have been tuning into that show, and my wife and I included. It's a good show, and I feel like that character right now, there's a character, Toby, and he's going through all kinds of depression. He went off his meds, and I'm watching it, and I'm like, man, I can really relate with this guy I can relate with that So if you're out there And you're taking meds Don't go off your meds Stay on your meds Stay on them I've All too often That's one of my problems Is non-compliancy Or everything feels good for a while And then I'll get off them And I just I don't want to be ruled by meds And I'll get this stubborn feeling Where I'm like Maybe it's not the meds Or the adverse side effects become into play regardless I don't know so I'm going in Tuesday to see my doctor I was taking uh, this med called Vralar Vralar? Vralar Vralar I think it's I think it's Vralar but I called it Vralar it sounds like a a, a fighter in a uh, arena some kind of old gladiator I talked, I said that before on one of my episodes I think it was, I had called in the Medicine Remixed I was talking to the docs there and telling them about that we got Collins I am going to take from you guys so we will when we take those Collins open up the lines and the airways from here from you guys, we'll take that little bit of break but I am on my tablet right now and I'm, i am i hold up this day of history. Do you want to hear what happened in this day of history? A couple things, we'll scroll through. This is kind of interesting. On this day in 1517, remember 1517? Of course you do. (laughs) The priest and scholar Martin Luther approaches the door of the castle church in Wittenberg, Germany, and nails a piece of paper to it containing the 95 revolutionary opinions that would begin the Protestant Reformation there's a big bunch all about that how it goes into his uh his undertaking I almost said fight I don't know was it a fight I don't know he was protesting so he wanted but let's let's keep scrolling let's find out what I, we're gonna learn together because I have not scrolled through to see what happened this day of history on my tablet. And if something jumps out, I will just, uh, I'll read it to you. Ooh, here's one. General interest. 1929 on this day. Harry Houdini is dead. The most celebrated magician and escape artist of the 20th century. Dies of... Oh, another big word. (laughs) It's not real big, but... uh, Periotontus perio peri peri tinnitus oh man i'm butchering that right that's what he died of in a detroit hospital hmm. cannot read to save my life sometimes i have really exquisite penmanship long pause weird music okay 1963 Ed Sullivan witnesses the Beatlemania firsthand paving the way for the British invasion. In the autumn of 1963, Beatlemania was a raging epidemic in Britain, and it was rapidly spreading across the European continent. But in the United States, where the likes of Bobby Vinton and Jimmy Glimmer and the fireballs sat atop the pop charts, John Paul George and Ringo, and it says read more. Do you want to hear more? Yeah, let's read more. Hopefully it pulls up in a reasonable amount of time. I don't wanna to have to I, I don't wanna redo this whole um episode with you guys. And I don't wanna make these long pauses too bored. Okay. John Paul, George, and Ringo could have walked through Grand Central Terminal completely unnoticed, it states. It wasn't Grand Central that the Beatles were trying to walk through on the day in nineteen sixty three, however. Oh, they're making it all what else. It was Heathrow Airport in London where they had just returned from a hugely successful tour of Sweden. Also at Heathrow, that particular day after a talent scouting tour of Europe was the American television impression impressionero Ed Sullivan. What does that mean? Uh, that he's just that he's the I don't know what that what, what it means. The pandemonium that Sullivan witnessed as he attempted to catch the flight to New York would play a pivotal role in making the British invasion possible. Oh, so Ed Sullivan noticed all that. Hmm. Speaking of noticed, this is really random. It has nothing to, this is not on this day history, but uh, did you know that it was Gene Simmons who noticed Gene Simmons of KISS who noticed Van Halen Playing in a club, yeah. Let me take a sip of my coffee. I don't know why that just made me think of that. It just made me think because Ed Sullivan, but he saw them. Believe it was, it was seven, 1977 or 78. 78 is when their first album came out, so it was 77 must be is when he saw them and uh, got them into a studio and helped them get where they were. Yeah, Gene Simmons. Just be, you know. And it's Halloween today. I was Gene Simmons for Halloween. I remember as a kid. I loved Kiss. I was all kinds of stuff as a kid back in the day. That was the those vinyl masks, vinyl costumes, <laughs> stunk. Really, uh, go up like you touch a match to it. You're gonna go up like a tinderbox. Ooh, here's we're back on this day of history. The website uh reloaded for me after I went back. 1993. 1993. River Phoenix dies. He was only 23 years old. He appeared in such films as Stand By Me and My Own Private Idaho. He died of a drug overdose outside a Hollywood nightclub. At the time of his death, he was considered one of the most prominent actors of his generation. He was up and coming, that's for sure. So yeah, I think that's about it. That would be fine. I'll, I'll finish off uh, this day of history we'll be done with that is it how are you is it okay do you mind me doing um where we just keep going instead of me breaking it up hope you hope you enjoyed it this way it was a little different i just kind of rambled a little bit we nothing different i usually ramble to you guys anyways let's take a break though to get the the airlines or uh, airlines and yeah, their airlines open your phone calls and we come right back Stick around. I'll come back. I hope you do, too.
1: My man, Patrick! I have to tell you, I was so excited to see your um, message, even if it was like, you know, a smorgasbord of things. I was excited. And I gotta tell you, I didn't listen right away. I waited so I could listen um, yesterday morning while I... Got ready. So welcome back. I'm glad you're not waving that white flag, dude. You got too much to say, and I just want to say thank you. Keep rocking it, Patrick. You're showing the world that whether it be bipolar or overcoming addiction, that it is possible to overcome, to survive, and to thrive. Keep it up, dude. I love you. This is Lisa. I'm Lisa. Keeping it real. And yeah, uh, hello. I know that you're in Oswego. And I would say the best food, Rudy's, nailed it, would be homemade bread at my house for dinner. Bye.
0: Hey, thanks for the phone call, Lisa. That is living with Lisa, keeping it real, and just encouraging me to keep going and don't wave that white flag. And thank you. And I hope that I do have some stuff to share about bipolar or addiction or, geez, anything. This morning I shared all kinds of stuff, didn't I? Just a, a ramble. So thank you, Lisa. I do appreciate the encouraging words, and I'm glad that you found podcasting and that you're continuing to podcast as well. And a couple episodes ago, I asked people what would be the best food or a place I would have to have to eat if I were to come visit you. And Lisa and I are in the same hometown. Well, actually, she lives in a, I'm in the city of Oswego. She's in a little town away from me. So she's really out in the woods. And she said, Rudy's. That's what I mentioned before. Rudy's has been a staple here in the city of Oswego since, I believe, 1947. It's a little fish stand, and it's delicious right next to the lake. And then, uh, yeah, I'll have to take you up on your homemade bread, Lisa. I love homemade bread. Tastes so good. Who doesn't love homemade bread? I'm, uh, oh, bread. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. Sounds good, my friend. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for the encouraging words. If you guys get a chance, go check out Living With Lisa, Keeping It Real. You can find her podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. All right, hey, let's keep the lines open. We got another phone call. Let's take it. When we come right back, we'll find out who it is. Stick around.
2: Patrick, it's about time I gave you a call, old man. How you doing? Um, long time no speaking and I've been listening to your show a little bit, a little bit here and there. Anchor was playing up for a while and um, I had to delete podcasts off my phone because it was getting full with all the podcast people I try and catch up with. So yeah, I had to delete space for um, music apps. So I I need a bigger phone to do podcasting and music. (laughs) Um, Anyway, how you doing? And just wanted to check in and say hi and thanks for keeping on tuning into my station. Not that I can see that you're listening now, but, um, yeah, I know you are there. I know you're there. And that is really cool to have the faithful 10. (laughs) I've got, uh, you know, just this cohort of people who listen to what
0: I do. Hey, thanks for coming back. Thank you, Trudy. That's my friend Trudy calling out from Australia, also known as condensation. You can find her at Undies, Funded Records and Radio, wherever podcasts can be found. Had to delete some space, I huh? Need a bigger phone. Yeah, that stinks. I played a lot of phone tag or not phone tag, uh phone rearranging of memory when I had I used to, right before I had my iPhone seven plus, what I'm using right now to podcast on, I had an iPhone 5C and it had the smallest amount of memory, so I could only have a couple. Apps going so I can understand where you're coming from. I understand your struggles and your faithful 10. I like how you said that. Yeah, it's nice to have those faithful listeners and to know that you have those ones that are still sticking by. It's true, it's true what Trudy's saying. You, uh, anchors changed a little bit now. We don't know who's listening to us. Uh, we can, it will tell X amount of people listened from maybe iTunes and a certain amount from Spotify and a certain amount from. Uh, Breaker, and then a certain amount from Anchor, but it doesn't tell who from Anchor is listening specifically like it used to. So yeah, uh, you can always let people know. You can always let me know if you're still listening if you want to, but just a simple applause uh, or give a call to the station. We always love to take your phone call and hear from you, just like we just heard from Trudy. So thank you, Trudy. I appreciate It looks like we have time for one more call. And we'll get to that. And when we come right back, stick around.
1: Good morning, Sir Patrick and the lovely Kimberly. I hope you guys are having a fantastic Wednesday. And I, I'm just so excited. I had to call and tell somebody. I Guess what I'm going to do today? <laughs> I am going to try to make some medicated gummies for the first time ever in my life. I'm excited my friend is going to let me use her butter maker and she sent me a link to the recipe and oh my god I'm so excited I can't wait I had to share it with somebody and um, who knows my friend maybe if you send me your address you will be on the mailing list just saying I would love to share my experimental gummies with you guys so yeah Think about it. I'll talk to you soon. Love you guys.
0: Welcome back, my friends. That is Tammy from Awesome Sauce Radio. Thank you for giving me a buzz, Tammy. Uh, such a great supporter of the show. I do appreciate the offer for the medicated gummies. And I know I'm a little late on the on the boat on this one because that's already passed. You already went to Earl Stock, got your butter maker from your friend and made your homemade gummies. And... Um, yeah. I, you know, I did have gummies though before when I was in Bend, Oregon with my buddy, Corey, and I tried them and I, it was strange for me. I didn't really, I don't know if I, I got the benefits. Maybe I did, but they were awful strong. And, uh, we'll have to, uh, you'll have to tune into the next show everyone to find out what happened next on that, uh, gummy story. Cause I'm sure there's more to that gummy medicated gummy story from Tammy from awesome sauce radio do appreciate the phone calls, everybody who called in and took time out of your day to give me a buzz and tell me what's going on in your neck of the woods. I do appreciate it. And, um, oh, you know what I wanted to do too? As I said earlier at the beginning of the show of my ramble, I said how Apple had stated that there's over 5,000 shows. I meant to say 500,000 shows, 500,000 podcasts. And also earlier I struggled with the word empresario, I believe is co- is how you say, empresario, a person who organizes and often finances concerts, plays, or operas. When I was struggling with uh, old Ed Sullivan, didn't know how to say what he was, emposario. And then I also struggled earlier with the word, and let's see if I can do it right now, peritonitis, Peri- peritonitis. Inflammation of the perineum, typically caused by bacterial infections either via the blood or other, or after a rupture of the abdominal organ. That's what Harry Houdini died of, and I struggled saying that earlier too. Thanks for joining me for "We Live on a Planet," the podcast that uh, I've been started over, just over a year ago now. I found podcasting just about a year ago, and I'm very grateful that you're still here with me. And I look forward to talking to you guys again real soon. Have a great day, okay? Peace, my friends.